Hey, what's going on, everybody? You're listening to Back to the Future. This is the podcast where I talk about films and entertainment. My name is Joseph. And I'm Edward. I'm Hugo. Yeah, yeah. Hey, what's going on, everybody? Hope y'all had a good week coming to y'all with God's Own Country. That's the film we're going to be talking about today. Did I get that right? You got it right. Hugo's pick of the week. Yep. And uh, any particular reason why you chose that? So it's been on my uh, my list for a while. Um, I'm a big fan of The Crown. And uh, for those who don't know, The Crown is the Netflix series about the reign of Queen Elizabeth II. And uh, in this most recent season... The character who, the actor who plays Prince Charles is also um, the lead in this movie that we watched. So uh, oh. just out of doing some like, research about him, because he's a really good actor in that, in that show. Um, I got really, you know, impressed by him. And I was like, oh, okay, yeah, cool. Let me see what else he's been in. So uh, I saw that he was in this movie. And he got a lot of like uh, praise for it. And um, he also was in Emma, if you guys remember. Who was he? He's the priest or like the the like oh, okay yeah okay. the pastor guy yeah so uh i so thought he looked uh, somewhat familiar all right mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah he did look familiar so yeah um like i said it's been on my list for a while and uh i've been wanting to see it so i was like you know what what better time than now uh it was my turn to pick a movie so i said you know what i'll pick something from there and uh that was it oh that's cool so you had never seen it before no i hadn't seen it Oh, nice, uh, nice, nice. That's weird because, like, I was like, oh, this is why I was watching it. I was like, oh, that's weird. <laughs> I didn't, I did not expect some of that, you know? But, uh, yeah, I guess once we get to the movie review portion, we'll, we'll elaborate a little bit. For show. That show, The Crown, does it have a new actress playing the queen every season? Uh, what they've been doing is every two seasons, they'll change the cast, the entire cast. Um, so the first season was Claire Foy, who, um, she's been in a couple movies. I think she was in the Mission Impossible movie, but she was also in the, um, they did a, a Girl with the Dragon Tattoo book, uh, into a movie and she played the Lisbeth Salander. Uh, um, it wasn't like the original, it was one of the like later books that they did that she, she was in the movie version of that. Um, and, uh, yeah, she's done a couple things here and there, but, uh, now she's, she's gotten really big because of the crown. She's awesome. If I don't know if y'all have ever seen the crown, it's really good. It's a like really good, uh, like historical drama. Um, it's not every, it's not completely like true. Not every, every single thing happened, but, um, it's pretty spot on from what I'm told. Um, people who are like really big on like the monarchy and um, people who are kind of obsessed. I will admit I have like a really mild um, like interest in, in royalty, the idea of royalty. You know, just like I, I love history. And so mm-hmm. um, the idea that multiple nations in Europe just kind of dominated the world and you know, Britain in particular, the United Kingdom just kind of like is the biggest reason a lot of people speak English in most countries, which, you know, they usually most attribute it to the U.S., but realistically, it's because of Great Britain. Uh, so, yeah, just stuff like that has always interested me. And when I saw that The Crown was coming out, it's like uh, like hitting the nail on the head for me. I'm like, oh, well, I love TV and I love you know, I have like a obsession with this thing. Why not? So, yeah. Um, Real quick, if anyone attributes the U.S. with spreading English around, you are fucking ignorant because we speak English because of the UK. <laughs> yeah, definitely. And I don't know if y'all have ever heard of this. Uh, I guess I would consider it a theory because I don't know if there's anything to disprove it. But 
the accents that most people have in the U.S. are actually the real accents that, you know, the British had when they came over here. It's just that we started acting like really ratchet. Like we just started kind of like fucking everything up. So they changed the way that they spoke to sound like better than us. Mm -hmm. That's why they have that, the British accent that we know now, you know, it sounds a little Mm -hmm. more refined and posh, if you will. That can't be real. I don't know. Because yeah, there's, there's a bunch of accents in the UK. Like, it's not one accent for the whole country. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So. Like, even in the movie we just watched, like, so many of those words are like, what the fuck are these guys speaking? Seriously, man. I had to have subtitles on. I had to have them because yeah, I'm like, yeah, yeah. I, I don't know what they just said. Or I don't know what they're I, referencing. I just want to say, I didn't even know that guy was his dad until, like, halfway through the movie. Oh, really? Yeah, really? when he when he called him dad, and I was just like, "Oh, that's his dad." Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. So, well, cool. I'm I'm excited to to talk about this movie with y'all. That's cool. That'll be a good one. Uh, but first, just uh, have some general general talk. Yeah, yeah. What's been What's been going on? No news, man. It, it's same old, same old with me. Dude, you look like that photo of Saddam Hussein where they just like pull them out of that cave, <laughs> <laughs> that hole he was he was hiding in. Dude, you look just like that. <laughs> I need to go beard out a little bit, just like that. Nice, Joseph. Uh, hope, hopefully, he won't be hanging like. <laughs> Dude, whatever you were. I was just saying, I rec- came out. I was in. I think I was in. Might have been in high school or something. When they hung. When, when? What year did they hang him? You went to high school. I thought you dropped out in like seventh grade. I did, but I hung out there. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking linger, man. How old are you, Edward? <laughs> Me, I'm 33. Okay. Oh, He's the dad think. of the group. I don't know. I can't. I can't remember what year. I just remember watching it. I was like, "Is this real?" Cause like, I mean, like I didn't, I didn't watch stuff like he that. Was like, someone had it on, someone had it on the computer screen. And I was like, let me see. And I was like, oh shit, is that for real? Did you watch where they hung him? Yeah. Cause there's like, <laughs> a, there's like a bunch of people, right? Like running up some stairs or something. And you just see like his body hang. I think yeah, that, I that's so crazy, dude, that that's still a thing. I mean, well, I, I mean, it's, I guess it's a little ignorant to say crazy. It's just so like, not excuse me, not like what we're used to over here. Like it, as much as the U.S. is so like desensitized to so many things, seeing something like that is still really like, it, it's it's kind of overwhelming. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It happens. Yeah. True, true. Um, yeah, I feel you. Yeah, yeah, it's, everything's been kind of boring and monotonous lately. Um, yeah. I've, been staying pretty, I've been staying pretty busy just working on stuff though, but. Uh, I've been listening to this podcast called Crime Junkies. It's pretty interesting because, I mean, you know me, like you were saying earlier, Ugo, you like history. And I, I like history, too, just because it's a form of storytelling. Mm-hmm. Uh, and and it's it's true. You know, all the crazy stuff is true. Um, so this podcast is, is basically that. It's these two women, and they tell these stories. They're true stories about um, true crimes. And uh, most of them are unsolved. Actually, it's opened my eyes to realize how many unsolved murders there are out there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but it's it's interesting. Yeah. It's a pretty cool podcast. So if anyone's interested and they like listening to like crime stories and stuff like that, Crime Junkies is the way to go. It's a good podcast. I, I recommend you guys check it out if you have some time to kill. If you're, I know it's kind of hard when you're at home. Uh, unfortunately, I'm still at work, so I can 
pop in the headphones and I mean, fortunately kill, you're still at kill work. an hour yeah yeah, yeah i mean I, I have mixed feelings about still being at work because yeah it's nice that i'm getting paid and i'm able to continue my life pretty you know pretty much normal like i feel like i live a normal life because i go to work i come home but on the other hand like if i were to get sick and i had to spend a month in the hospital and then I had to be in quarantine or I possibly die or get stuck on a ventilator. Um, the, the risk is definitely not worth going into work for me. So, mm-hmm. but, but like at I least said, you'll have insurance if that does. Happen. Yeah. At least I'll have a paycheck uh, until I'm dead and buried in the ground. That's yeah. all. That's all that matters. Yeah. That's cool. Capitalism. Nice. got to go make money for those rich people. <laughs> yep. But anywho, yeah, that's kind of what I've been really, what I've been doing and, Edward, I see oh. that I see that fancy brand new door in the background. Yeah, well, I had to come to my kitchen because that's where the internet's at. I don't know oh, how good okay. I don't know how good this internet is compared to my old house. So that's what. Well, I'm uh, which, which kitchen is that? Your small kitchen or the large kitchen? The large kitchen. Oh, okay. Just upstairs uh, balcony oh, kitchen. Oh, okay. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's it's, With- it's located in the uh, upstairs living quarters. It's in now, the, is that where the help is going to live, or is that y'all's area? The east, like, yeah, it's in like the the wing. east wing of the of the state. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> of the estate. No, I was going to say. Um, speaking of work, me and me and Ugo had uh, had a conversation because his job is doing like the same as mine, where they're trying to they're pretty much like making um, you know financial cutbacks and whatnot. And you know, I know his situation is different from mine, but like in my job they kind of want like volunteers to kind of be like, take a kind of like a severance package and, and take off. But uh, Hang on me, real quick, Edward. Uh, it's not just you and Ugo's job. Literally every company in America is doing that. Uh, but, <laughs> just I, but just, I told just you throwing that. that out there. No, 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 but I'm saying, <laughs> I told you about it and you didn't say like, oh, my company's doing that too. But Ugo is the one who, he mentioned it to me and I was like, oh, what a coincidence. My, my company sent out an email as well. Mm-hmm. But uh, no, it's, it's just weird because like, I talk, I, I talk to some people and it's, it's interesting, like how you said, to hear people's story and because I didn't think anyone was going to want to do it, but there's some people at my job who they're like, no, that, that's a good opportunity for me. You know, I'm almost out of here and it, it, it's, it benefits me. And then I'm like, oh, I guess so. I mean, because to me, it's yeah. like it doesn't, make, it doesn't make any sense for me to do it. But, you know, hearing other people's reasons why they want to do it, I was like, all right, I guess so. It was interesting. Yeah, interesting. yeah especially yeah. if your company um, folds or goes under. You know, um, all those people who took that package are going to get paid and y'all are just going to get fired. Right. So that, that's like a benefit in, in that way. I told you I would go work with you. I want to go, I want to go work with, the, with Yaya and, and Steven. I'd go do it. Right, Yaya? You can, you can show me the ropes, right? Oh, I mean, it's going to take a while for you to get used to it. But, yeah, I'll show you. I'll try. It's real complex. How long does it, get, does it take to get out of your department and go to Joseph's? As soon as you get there. <laughs> That's not true. <laughs> yeah, you walk, walk a few steps and then, you know. Yeah, just say, I want to go there. They're like, okay. No, but yeah, that's about it. Nothing really new besides the move. But then, but then when you're over there and you fail because nobody shows you what to do, they fire you. Oh. It's a very department you fail. Nobody notices. The bus? You can't just what? I said, I can't just throw you under the bus so you didn't train me? Hey, man, that's, uh, that's Joseph's department. He'll be training you. Now, now you're talking corporate America. That's how you do it. Yeah. <laughs> it wasn't me. It was this guy's fault. Yeah. 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 I play that I game very well. 
I blame mm-hmm. Steven for everything. <laughs> well, who does he blame for his failures? <laughs> God. There's so many to count. Speaking of Steven, uh, if you guys, anyone who's watching or listening, um, go check out my boy, Steven James. He goes by Steven James online. He, uh, he posted a, uh, a new uh, cover, cover song. Why are you laughing? Yeah, I'm plugging his shit. He posted a cover song. So guys, Steven go check James. that out. Steven James. Oh, the name, the name. So, yeah, go check out his YouTube yeah. channel, Steven James, I believe. What song did he cover? Um, Amarillo by was- Good Morning. Oh, right? Okay. Yeah, it was a George Street. Strait song. Um, Good shout out. Um, yeah, so my week, kind of like how Edward's talking, we finally got, like, the email from uh, from the CEO pretty much saying that they were going to unfortunately have to cut some people. Um, I, I made it through. I didn't get cut. I did get uh, what's called intermittent furlough. So one week for the next three months, um, one week a month, I'll be furloughed. So, uh, oh, okay. so for that for that week, I will be eligible for unemployment and um, the CARE Act. Uh, I'm still going to see what options I'll actually take, but – uh, luckily, I still I still have a job, um, and if that day couldn't get any worse, uh, that was the day. I don't know if y'all saw on social media. Well, Yaya didn't see this because he doesn't have it. But uh, I was in not just one; I was in two bike accidents. Huh? Yeah. On your bike? Like a bicycle? On a bicycle. So. Um, a friend of mine, I, I usually uh, go take a walk by this trail by my apartment. Well, I kind of live near the boardwalk. And I had text one of my buddies that lives over there. Like, he, he has a condo right by over there. And I said, hey, I'm going to go walk uh, over on that trail. Do you want to join me? And he's like, oh, you know what? Actually, I was going to go ride my bike today. Do you want to do that instead? I have an extra bike. Like, you know what, dude? I haven't ridden a bike in years, man. Like, I, I can't even remember the last time I rode a bike. And so okay, sure. Let's do it. So we get on riding. I'm like, Oh yeah. You know, of course, typical old saying, right. You know, you never forget how to ride a bike. Um, mm-hmm. so we start going and unfortunately the trail, the boardwalk was kind of busy, but I did tell him, I'm like, yeah, you know, if you need to speed up before me, I don't care. It's completely fine. Like I'll catch up. Um, like, just don't leave me like a mile behind, but you know, whatever. So I'm trying to navigate through some people. I'm not speeding. I'm not doing any of that. But I get to a point where there is a runner in front of me. There's another bike coming. And we're both looking at each other like, like who's going to go? Like, you know, we're both kind of like, uh, like hesitating. We hesitated enough that crashed right into each other. And it wasn't anything really bad. It kind of just like, you know, we, we hit each other standing up. I didn't fall off the bike. None of that. But um, the pedal hit my shin and that, you know, uh, got a bruise there. <laughs> but then, um, like, I felt a, a pain on my wrist, but I didn't think much of it. And I was just like, oh, man, like, oh, that hurt. But I mostly was concerned, like, oh, shit, is he okay? And we both were like, dude, are you okay? I'm okay. Are you? Oh, I'm good. Okay, cool. I'm like, let's go. We kept going. You know, all right, got back on the bike and um, catching up with my friend. And I get a notification on my watch. And then I see what happened. My Apple Watch is completely destroyed. Oh. I mean, it is gone. 
like crushed. I can still see the the screen in the back, but I think it's beyond repair in that sense. I don't think a new screen will fix that. I think it's just completely busted. So I'm like, uh, yeah, that sucks. What did your friend say? Was it crashed his bike? Well, nothing happened to the bike. Um, so, I mean, it was, it was fine. Um, but he, I mean, obviously he was concerned. He's like, are you okay? Like, do you want to, you know, we can go he ran back. Over to you. He ran over to you and was like, oh my God. And he picks his bike up. <laughs> like, my bike. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, he did ask, he's like, do you want to keep going? I'm like, nah, we're good. Do whatever. It's, it's not a big deal. Cause in my mind, I'm like, dude, some people got fired today. I have a job. This is completely fine. So, all right, whatever. We kept going. Well, near the like last 10 minutes of the ride because we rode for about 10 miles like this is about an hour um on the last 10 minutes of the ride we get to like this uh like it's a, a down a little bit of a downhill slope and it was like just gravel so i got a, i got nervous because the whole time i was already kind of shaken up from the first crash and i'm riding the brakes which i know you're not supposed to do but i just i didn't really know what other way to control myself and the chain falls off the fucking bike <laughs> and Jesus, I crash into dude. a fence and I have this like giant gash on my, uh, mm-hmm. like, I, like on my, it's like road, road rash on my thigh. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. So, um, yeah, it was not, it was not a pleasant bike ride. <laughs> yeah. When you sent me that, when you sent me that video, I was like, Oh, Oh my god and i meant to message you back but i was gonna ask you like are you drunk <laughs> Not, I, was, I was just fucking like clumsy is what it was yeah and that's the thing i'm like it was like i wasn't even mountain biking it was fairly flat the whole time oh <laughs> yeah. whatever i'm like dude i just took it all like with a smile i'm like whatever dude it's fine i'm okay i didn't break any you know, bones. And he did point out to me, he's like, actually, the watch might have saved your wrist because, you know, it got broken pretty badly. He's like, that could have been your wrist. That could have yeah, been. Yeah, sure. It's like, all that I do have, I got cut from the glass and I have a little mm. bit of a bruise right there. Um, yeah, you can see my watch. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so that's that's what I have there. And then I have a bruise on my stomach, bruise on my shin, the uh, uh, road rash on my leg, um, a little bit of a bruise right here on my hand, like, Cause I felt the second time I fell, I fell on this hand. Um, but I iced everything and I'm all right. Are but you sore? I'm really sore. I'm, I'm pretty sore. Mm. Um, right, I would imagine. I went for a walk today and just to kind of like stretch my legs, but I've been all right. So, um, other than that, that was pretty much the highlight of the week. Oh, uh, I finished, uh, fallen order, Jedi fallen order. Mm. Oh, oh was it? Dude, it was great. The story just got better and better. I got super sucked into it. Uh, to me, it was a complete surprise ending. Something happens that I was just not expecting. Um, so it was good. It was really party? Good. There's going to be a party? 100%. There's going to be a sequel. I mean, nice. bes- besides the fact that the game I was reading up, it did really well in sales. Like, in it, by January, it already sold like 3 million copies or something like that. So dude i saw this i saw this hilarious meme and it was like as soon as the corona coronavirus hits it's all like the movie industry is just like going down the gutter and the gaming industry is just going up seriously dude seriously. <laughs> hell yeah they're doing fine yeah, i sure. thought that was pretty funny but, yeah, all right well 
I think it's a good time say, to segue into the show up, pretty soon. But, uh, oh, I was just going to say AMC, they're able to open up, but they ain't got shit to show, they said. Yeah, they said they're not going to open up until, like, the blockbusters or whatever get released. I forgot. They, there was, like, two movies they said that they weren't going to open until those got released, but I don't remember. Oh, one was Mulan, and the other one was... Uh, uh, shit, I don't, I don't remember. The Top Cruise, maybe? Mm, uh, man, nobody's going to watch that shit. I can't remember what it's called. Top Gun. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Maverick. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it, no, but anyways, yeah. So uh, let's go ahead. I think we, it's a good point, uh, good good jumping point into the the movie um, God's Own Country. So Ugo, you kind of already explained uh, why you why you were you were into interested in it and why you wanted to watch it. Um, mm-hmm. Who does it, do any of y'all want to start off going first? Um, I can start. I mean, it was it was my recommendation, yeah. right? Yeah. Um, so just real quick, God's Own Country in a nutshell is a modern day uh, British Brofeck Mountain, you know? Yeah. I, I wasn't, I didn't know what to expect from it. I knew that it was like a gay themed movie, but I didn't know that much about it, like to be quite honest, um, other than that the actor in it was somebody that I recognize, um, Josh O'Connor. He's, a, he's the main actor in it. Um, so this movie was it was something that i was excited to experience because it had a happy ending you know most of the time with these kind of love stories like that even something as happy-go-lucky as la la land still didn't end the way you wanted it to this Mm -hmm. ended this had a really nice well-rounded uh closing to it you know it, it, it was just, uh, it, it was a fun experience. I liked a lot of different elements about the movie. Um, it, it showed a great range and uh, I'll speak for the main actor. Uh, it showed a great range in what he can do because that accent is like not a common accent in England. And you, I went from hearing him speak really refined, you know, British dialect in the crown, like he's literal royalty, the next king of England. And then I saw him speaking in this kind of accent, which I guess, you know, maybe you can compare to like, you know, like a thick Southern accent here in the US, you know, somebody that is from like backwoods, Louisiana, that just has that real thick drawl. And, you know, um, I guess you can kind of compare it like that. but yeah, I, I really, I really enjoyed the movie a lot. I thought it was, uh, it was a great love story, regardless of whether it was uh, a gay thing or not. Kind of like how I felt in Portrait of a Lady on Fire. Um, the love they felt was kind of, you know, a universal thing where, you know, you make that connection with somebody and you just kind of like want to grasp onto it. Um, and of course, I mean, like it hit some personal notes, me being gay myself, that it it meant a little more to me than I uh, anticipated. Uh, but yeah, it was it was I, I really enjoyed the movie a lot. Um, I did not expect some full frontal nudity. I really did not. And mm-hmm. I definitely thought of Joseph's comment when he said that the um, whatever movie it was that it just kind of made you uncomfortable. Um, I I kind of remembered that. Oh shit! 
sorry. Um, yeah, I, I kind of remembered that, and I was like, I wonder what he's thinking. I mean, you didn't see anything, actually. Yeah. But what you did see, you know, like, like there's you saw Wiener like, twice, right. a couple yeah. times, you know. But, um, yeah. but yeah, no, I, I, I liked it a lot. I think both actors did a good job. I mean, dude, it was a cast of, like, you know, four main people and a few side characters, you know? Um, yeah. But, uh, yeah, yeah I'll, I'll just, I'll just say, uh, the, the wiener didn't bother me in this movie. Uh, just because <laughs> I think <clears throat> to preface the, the, the conversation that we were talking about beforehand, um, I was watching a movie that I was instructed to watch for a class and essentially it was like a, a, a porn, like it was showing unsimulated sex, which personally for me, I don't consider whether it's like man and guy and guy or girl and a guy. Like, I don't, that's like porn to me, right? And mm-hmm. so in this film, you know, yeah, there were some pretty graphic sex scenes, but there was, there was, it, you know, obviously it was fake. There was, there was no, you know, penetration. No, un, it was all, you know, simulated. It was, it was acting. Mm-hmm. Um, so in that sense, I didn't have a problem with it. It didn't really bother me too much. <clears throat> yeah, but I, I, I am intrigued to hear y'all's, perspectives on this mm-hmm. um, yeah I'll, I'll i'll go first um since i kind of already did <laughs> um some of the 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 takeaways the positives from the film is like i really love the cinematography i thought it was shot really really beautifully um it, it, i mean there was there was like scenic moments where they're they're out in, in uh, like a countryside and i really like that element of the story with these two guys and they're out there caring for the animals and the goats um, I did like that that um, part of the story. Um, the uh, and then in the the really dark times when they're in they're in the pubs and like I don't know I just thought the cinematography was done really well. Mm-hmm. Um, I like some of the relationships. Like I like the, the the broken relationship with the father. I thought that mm-hmm. added a lot of uh, dimension to the character. But like I said, and I, I'm assuming it was because of the accent. Like I didn't even realize that was his dad until halfway through the movie when he called him dad and I was like, yeah. Oh shit, that's his dad. I don't know. Maybe I might've missed it um, earlier in the, in the film. Um, <clears throat> and uh, the main story with the two guys, um, I don't know. It was a little, it felt a little flat for me, if I'm being honest and just, and it, and, and it doesn't have anything to do with their sexuality, but it just felt like a very, I mean, if I'm being completely honest, the, the, the love story was one very just like one dimensional, you know, like you have this, this guy, you know, who's incredibly unhappy with his life. And then you have this other like foreigner who comes into the picture. And I, I, I don't know, it just, it just didn't, I, I, I don't know, it's, it's hard for me to explain. But I was, I don't know, I've seen this story before, like I've seen it a million mm-hmm. times, this love yeah. story, but it just, I've seen it, I guess, because I've seen it done better, I guess. Um, but like you said, I did, I did like the happy ending. Mm-hmm. And I think it fell in line with with the story. And I think the character really did progress, especially that like culmination, um, where they have that big meltdown where he's in the bar, and he messes with that other guy. Mm-hmm. And then the the barkeep, you know, is like, harassing that uh gypsy dude or whatever um don't call him that yeah <laughs> he's like don't call me that uh i like actually like that character i like how like quiet and stoic he was and mm-hmm. and uh he was really good with the animals like i said i i, re- I don't know why I, that was like one of my favorite 
parts of the movie i guess because i like animals i don't know yeah but when he's like handling the sheep and stuff like that and he brings that little run like he saves the run and stuff mm-hmm. like i thought that was pretty cool but um i mean overall i think it was a pretty good movie and i think it was it was worth the watch um it was i don't know for me though it was kind of hard not to compare it to a uh, portrait of a lady on fire mm-hmm. and like i liked that yeah. movie so much that i was just like I don't know. Maybe that might have like had some kind of influence because they they in, in they are similar, but I think Portrait just did it better. But that's like I said, that's just my opinion. Yeah. Uh, but overall, like I said, it was a pretty good pretty good movie. Did you know we're talking uh, about Portrait of a Lady on Fire? Did you notice like how you know like in Portrait of a Lady on Fire, her dress is green, and then like that guy, his like little onesie is like green. Uh, and yeah. He was just like I don't know. I I kept on drawing comparisons to it too. <laughs> Yeah, that's, that's, that's that similar. Hmm? You, know, you know what I'm talking about? Who's that girl at the bar? I, I, at first, I thought it was his sister or something. But who oh, was that, was like a call, that was like a high school friend. Cause, yeah. Because they were talking about like high school yeah. and stuff. And then he's he's like, oh, like, oh, you you and your posh college friends and da 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 da. So I'm assuming it was like a, a high school friend or acquaintance. And then, you know, she's back on summer break in between college and stuff. Yeah. And that was part of his thing. Maybe. He kind of carried that chip on his shoulder because he didn't go to college. He stayed home and, you know, worked on the farm or whatever. Which I, I also, that was another, like, dimension to the character that I like. Yeah, I was going to say, I like, because a lot of times you, I see movies or TV or whatever, and it's always like a son doesn't want to go into, like, the path that his dad took. But it's always like a businessman, like, oh, my dad's a CEO. I don't want to, I don't <laughs> want that position. But this one was a farmer. And he was like, he had to like follow through in his dad's footsteps to take care of the farm and shit. I thought that was pretty interesting. But to be honest, if yeah. my dad was CEO, shit, give make me an intern for fifty k a year. I don't care. That's just me. <laughs> yeah, seriously. Oh, Ugo, so I have a question too, because I'm I'm kind of trying to think. Like, I hate comparing movies, but I but I kind of just something came to me right now. And so, like you know, like I said, I was kind of comparing the two. But I think maybe what made the portrait a little bit more compelling for me was, and I don't know the exact time period that the God's Own Country took place, but like, I don't know, maybe because it felt more modern, right? It felt like Yeah, time. oh yeah. No, that was now. It was... Yeah. It, yeah, yeah, it was like the now. And that's why I was like, uh, this isn't really... Like now, you know, it's, it's, it's still, you know, the gay relationships, you know, are, are widely accepted more now than ever. But I know they... I, I, I completely understand they still face struggles, but I guess that's for me. That's why I was like, this really wasn't too much of a forbidding romance as opposed to the other movie. And maybe that's why I was like, not so like, you know, oh, you guys are, are you guys shouldn't be doing that. You're going to, you know, somebody's going to find you and kill you or something, you know? Uh, yeah, I, I don't think know, maybe that's. I, I have a theory, but I still, I'd rather, I want to hear what, what the other guys have to say too, but I, I want to touch back on that. Why? Yeah. Um, I, I think I know the disconnect. But who is next to, to talk about this? Yeah, I don't matter. All right. Uh, I don't know. The movie started real slow for me, and I couldn't really get into it. I, don't know, I, I didn't see anything to get interested in, really. It seems kind of boring. And then uh, when the love story started to really develop, it seemed not it seemed kind of out of nowhere, like, okay, why do these guys care about each other that much? They haven't really, we haven't really seen enough to warrant that, I feel. I kind but of agree with that. Once once they got past that, I guess I changed my attitude towards the movie and I thought, I'm, I've never seen anything like this before and I'm, 
probably not going to go out of my way to see anything like it again. So just enjoy it while you're watching it. And I started to really get into the, like Joseph said, the farm work and the animal stuff and just the detail that they put into, like whoever was directing it knew the farmer life pretty well, it seemed. Yeah. Well, yeah, the okay. director uh, based some of this movie off of uh, off of that. Like he, he grew up on a farm and his, his dad still has a farm to this day. Yeah. So like that was really cool for me because I – I've never wondered what life is like on a farm in rural England before, but mm. it's cool. It's cool to see what goes on there. And then once their relationship was like, okay, these two do care about each other. You know, they want to be with each other. After that, it may, it seemed better, you know, like they didn't do a great job at showing why they liked each other so much. But once they did like each other, I felt like it got a lot smoother and the ending was good because most of the movies like this that I've seen recently have just ended with people dying, people uh, not ending up together. Mm. Just pretty negative stuff. But yeah, the, the happy ending was pretty is pretty welcome. Mm. So and uh, so where where do you think the um, the difference was between this movie and Portrait of a Lady on Fire as far as them establishing a connection? Because I feel like they were really similar in that aspect where it just, not that it happened out of nowhere, but you could feel the buildup. I felt a buildup with this one too. Um, I feel like poor, poor Lady on Fire took a lot more time before they actually got to the, to the them getting together bit. They, they, the, the mm -hmm. first they developed both of the characters' personalities first, then, uh, they showed them interacting with each other and the relationship developing between both of them. And then they got to that with this one. I feel like they got together and then they started to show you what the characters were like and why they needed that relationship, which sure. I mean, in the real world, yeah, that thing might happen, but if you're making a movie, don't you want your audience to kind of understand what they're seeing? I don't know. It just seemed like portrait of a lady on fire built it up better yeah, yeah I, agree. I, I i agree with that um what you're saying that the build-up and portrait of a lady of fire like you do learn about them or they learn about each other and we're as an audience learning about them um along you know she's she's explaining to her about her sister and she finds out about like her you know marriage has to marry this guy and i did i did think the same thing too yeah yeah that in, in uh, God's Own Country, I think they got together a little too quick and it wasn't warranted enough. Like, I know I saw some, like, looks. Yeah. I saw this, you know, they stole some looks and, and um, you know, they were kind of, he like, looking at each hand, other. But, like, mm -hmm. you know. <laughs> but, yeah, yeah. But there was – but they didn't – it was a hookup and then I guess they started to get to know each other, which, I don't know, maybe that's what they were trying to go for, too. But like, I don't know, I did, yeah. I did, I, I felt the same way. I remember thinking that too. Like, I was like, oh yeah, this is kind of fast. Like this came out of nowhere. Yeah. I mean, I guess, um, I, but that, that does happen with, with people though. Like they kind of have that, um, again, with, with uh, Portrait of a Lady on Fire, it was a really small time frame where right. you know, they built up that relationship. Kind of like this too. The guy was only on the farm for a week, I believe. Mm -hmm. Um yeah, so it was similar in that sense. Um, 
But so I mentioned earlier, like, I think I know the disconnect. I think the disconnect is that um, there are some elements that y'all as straight people don't necessarily like have to deal with, you know? Um, so, I mean, like he, he built off this relationship with this dude. He didn't know right away that the other guy was gay. I don't even think the main character has ever admitted it to himself. Like, yeah, he, he fucks around with dudes, but that doesn't necessarily define whether somebody's gay or not. You know, um, what he, <laughs> what he, no, I was what? just laughing. Cause I was like, uh, he literally like butt fucked a dude in like the first 10 minutes of the movie. Right. But I mean, like, oh, you yeah, gotta yeah, know, yeah. you gotta know, bro. <laughs> Mm, not necessarily i mean he might i mean if he's if, sex, he's if he's if he doesn't think he's gay he's in denial hands down well <laughs> sex and sexuality are really different you know i, I yeah uh, no no i agree i agree yeah so that's why it's like you know that doesn't necessarily define it for me um what really started to to play out was that i don't think he had ever really experienced those feelings before and so when he started to acknowledge like Okay, you know, because like there was a there was a moment where when they first started uh, hooking up, like well, no, 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 okay, not when not with the first time they were hooking up, when they were first in the barn together, like when they started hooking up there, um, right away he just like went down and wanted to grab him, and the Romanian guy is like pulling his hand away, kind of like hold on, dude, like take your time, and they just kissed each other. Like I don't think he had experienced that before. Most of the time, it was just kind of like you know, let's get off and get out of here. You know, which is typically like that's hookup culture in general. You know, people just right. get off, they do their thing and then leave. Right. But what made it a little different was that this dude was taking his time. Like he wanted to actually like make it something a little more intimate. So I guess the main character hadn't really experienced that before. So maybe he, you know, felt a little more attachment and just kind of like it opened his mind to to that. Um, but yeah, I mean, I definitely think like the one of the disconnects is that like there's less of a worry for y'all to be like intimate and in relationships as compared to, you know, with me, even now in a day and age where it's more widely accepted, like he's still from a small town, like a small village. And it's, it's still intimidating. Like to this day, if somebody starts asking me my, you know, romantic life, I get a little on edge. I get a little worried because I don't know how that person's going to respond. And it, it's scary. And, you know, I'm not, I'm not afraid that somebody's going to like beat the shit out of me, but you know, just rejection in general is not nice. Um, you know, I, I've never really experienced that before where somebody like denies wanting to talking, wanting to talk to me because of, you know, who I am and how I identify. But yeah, I think that I felt, uh, I felt it was a, uh, a more realistic, um, I felt their love was a little more realistic than Portrait of a Lady on Fire because to me, like, there was a motivating factor as to why they had to, you know, like, conceal their love. And in this one, it wasn't necessarily that they were concealing anything. It was the fact that, like, they didn't really know what this was. You know, like I'm saying, he seems to have... uh issues expressing his feelings in general you know like he didn't want to see his dad uh, at a low point like he refused to acknowledge the fact that he's sick that he had had a stroke he didn't want to see that you know he just knew he had to work because he had to help out on the farm and like 
he wanted to help. It didn't seem like he, he was opposed to it. He apparently seemed to like farming, but he just wanted to do it his own way. Um, but yeah, it seemed like he had a hard time, you know, he was just hard all the time, real like emotionless. And with this dude, it kind of like tore those walls down and was a little more like, uh, vulnerable and open, which I think tends to happen a lot. Like, I think, especially in the gay community, like you, you don't really want to show off too much because you're kind of afraid of what the reaction is going to be. And that's not to say that doesn't happen with anybody else. I mean, you guys might be fairly private in that sense. And I'm like, Oh yeah. So like, tell me, I, what girls are you dating? You're just kind of like, mm, I don't really want to talk about <laughs> with you, but you know, whatever, you know, nobody. I get it. <laughs> ain't nobody around. Um, He's all you're looking at her. <laughs> Paul Mella. Um, no. Yeah. So <laughs> I, I think that that's one of the, the disconnects that y'all may have had that I did have, that I saw that right away and I was like, I've been there. Well, it, was, well, uh, it was an unspoken thing, you know? I, 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 w- I want to say, um, now that I'm looking back and you're saying that, like, where you're saying how, like, yeah, he may, be, he may have, like, had hookups, but he never, like, was really in a relationship with the dude. Now that you say that and now that I'm thinking about it, like, okay, now I see that because – what the yeah. scene that stands out to me is whenever he whenever they had dinner when his dad got sick and it was like they were playing like basically like house like like husband and wife you know they were living together and the dude had was like making dinner and he had set the table and he put mm-hmm. the beers out for them and he looks over and he's just like oh fuck like i'm i'm in a relate i'm like living a relationship yeah. fantasy with somebody mm-hmm. so now that you say that like yeah. okay now i see now I can see where that's coming from. I, mm. I, and, may, and like I said, maybe this was lost in translation. I just thought it would have benefited the film if they had communicated that. Like maybe, I, I hate, okay, I'll be honest. I'm a stickler for like, I'd rather somebody show something and do something mm-hmm. than like say it. I'm always preaching that. But in this case, I think it would have been better if maybe there was like a little back and forth dialogue or, or something where they where they like, explain that i don't know because even in the end they didn't really say that you know they kind of were just like they they you know the whatever they said and then he the the romanian guy was like you know cracking jokes and stuff so oh that's one say that i was gonna say that's one thing i wanted to ask you Hugo. is that like a thing i mean i don't know like because you know how he at the end like he was like they they, like call each other uh, like a faggot i mean i mean i understand Mm -hmm. that was them like kind of like they were kind of like like horsing around or whatever, but damn, that slipped off your tongue a little too comfortably. Yeah, that's I know. Yeah, I didn't even skip. Yeah. That's how. That's how yeah, he I'll has me. <laughs> he has me saved in this one like that. That's okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. Um. Uh, so, what was your question? Uh, faggot. Uh, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I said what? But the question was about no. They said yeah. yeah. They said it. They said it because he called it. He pretty much told him like, "Hey, you." He pretty much told him like, "Faggot," right? And he was like, "Fuck you, faggot." If people are gonna watch the movie, they're gonna see it. It's true. It's true. I mean, <laughs> he said it more times than they did in the movie. Hell yeah! He just like felt hey. like he made it a point to say it as many times as he could. And- that was my question, man. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, no. I get you. <laughs> um yeah i mean uh it's 
I, I guess it's kind of like, you know, African-American people calling each other the N-word. It, it's, it's comparable because they're both derogatory, but people use them, like, in a source of power. Um, I mean, I don't really call people that. I don't really use that. But um, I could see how they were doing it. They were doing it in jest. They were kind of saying it like, like, you know, it's like, like, you're stupid. No, you're stupid. You know, it's kind of like, kind of like that. You know, they were just messing around with each other to break the tension. You know, I think that's... It was very playful. I took it as very playful. Banter. It was. It was. And especially, yeah. again, you know, they're... He's from a rural part of England. The Romanian guy's from a different country. They have a different culture there. So, you know, it might just be something... Yeah, it, just, it was just the opposite of how Edward said it. Right, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I just... Without I just that hatred... <laughs> Uh, so, without, that, without without the hatred and vitriol behind it, it sounded. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, hey Edward, I wanted to ask. You've been kind of quiet about this one. Did you actually like the movie? I don't think he said if you liked it or not. Well, I was waiting for y'all to come to my turn. That's about why. Ooh. I thought oh, we did. I thought we did. I thought we. No, did. I just cut in. I just I, I like slid in and said something. That's all. Okay, well, let's hear. It, let's hear. It. What you got, baby? What you got? And no, my first question is: Did y'all think the mom knew that he was gay? Yeah. Yes. Man, she found the thing on the floor. Yeah, but I, but I was expecting her to be like, I was expecting her to be like, did y'all have girls over here? But then she did tell him like, you know, he's just here to work, right? That's mm -hmm. all he's supposed to be here to do is work. Yeah. So I kind of took it as the mom knew, but maybe the dad didn't know, or maybe the dad didn't know and he didn't want to know. I don't know. I think he didn't know because he saw them. They were in that tractor. With the right? tractor. Yeah. 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 It's it's one of those things that I think it's almost like a silly idea that your parents wouldn't know. Like my mom says she didn't know. There's no way. My brother and sister are like, did we know? Like when you were a little kid, we knew. Like we mm. definitely always assumed it. Our friends always assumed it. For my mom to be like, oh, I had no clue. I, I find that a little hard to believe. But again, I do have some friends who are like, I would ask you and you would say no. So that was law to me. I thought you were, but you said no. So I took your word for it. And if people would ask me, I tell them no. And I'm like, damn, dude, that is a true like ride or die friend. Because they didn't talk about me behind my back. They took my word for it. They're like, he told me no. So that's what I'm telling you too. Sorry. You know, so I, I think they knew, but they also realized like how important he was and they also knew how hurt he was. So when they realized that this dude was clearly like a source of happiness for him, you know, that that kind of changed the perspective because, yeah, I mean, like I said, he clearly had a, a problem like discussing his feelings. So the chances he did get to do it, it was like important moments, but. Anyway, mm -hmm. so yeah, at least they continue, Edward. Yeah, I was gonna say, yeah, yeah, in the very beginning, I thought that was gonna be the main guy, uh, the the one that he like messes with in that little like, I guess where you keep the cows. I'm not sure what it's called, but you know, and then he's like, hey, you know, do you want to hang out? And he's like, hang out. And he says so. He says it like in his language. He's like, no, or no. I don't know what the hell they say, but um, his language. No, but uh, yeah, dude, but that's what I thought because I was like, man, this dude is literally like eating breakfast next to him and then like the next the next scene, they're like, you know, doing it in that little thing, but the, in that trailer. So I just assumed like 
that was his whole thing. He was like, oh, uh, yeah, kind of like you said, like, he just likes to hook up. So when him and that guy uh, that uh, – he's not Russian. What the hell was he? Uh, Romanian. Romanian. He was yeah, – he was um, – when they started, like, messing around, I didn't think, like, oh, this is too fast or whatever. I just kind of took it for what it was because I was like, oh, this dude just knows how to, like, you know, get guys to like him real quick or whatever, or get what he wants from him real quick. So the whole buildup of the relationship, I just – it wasn't an issue to me. I just kind of took it like maybe they're both like that. Maybe they're both like, hey, uh, obviously he he's what I think he is, so let's see what I can do or whatever. But uh, I did like the end. Was that his little trailer that they usually make him stay in, right? That mm-hmm. was like the whole point? It was like that yeah. little crappy yeah. trailer. They took it away, and then they got to live together in that other little house. Yeah. Right? That's what I thought. Yeah. You said there's going to be changes when he came back. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and the dad. Well, the dad Harry had like a stroke, so it's not like he could like rebuttal that. Wait, shit. What are you gonna do? Fight me? Get up and yeah. fight me? You know, like, uh, I did like though when the dad Ooh. was uh, when he had to like bathe the dad. The mm. dad finally kind of like tilted his head and was like, "Thank you." Like that's kind of yeah. like I guess the son was like waiting for because everything he did was you know a mistake or it wasn't never good enough. So I think when once he was giving him that bath and the dad thanked him. Uh, you know, it probably meant more than, you know, what it would to a normal person. Yeah. So, <clears throat> kind overall, of like- I was going to say, overall, I, I like the movie. Uh, like like Yaya said, though, I don't think I would probably watch it again, but I mm. thought it was pretty good. Yeah, kind of, again, like the, the idea that the dad, I, I, he probably learned it from the dad that, you know, I mean, you don't really talk about emotions or acknowledge those things so he was he was the same way his dad was being so finally when the dad was like you know thank you he let his guard down to like show his appreciation because even that moment when he kind of grabs his dad hand at the at the hospital i mean that was still significant because they don't do that apparently you know i didn't see him give anybody a hug ever other than the romanian guy you know yeah i always like seeing that in movies because I don't like the stereotype of uh, like this hard dude that's never going to change his ways and you got to rebel against him and leave him behind. I don't like that stereotype. So I like I like when like at the end the father was like if his father said if this makes you happy, yeah, whatever. Mm-hmm. Like he's willing to change who he is as a person. Yeah. yeah. If what? it makes it's you good, it's a good, happy. Know, storytelling thing. Hey, I thought that was like, pretty cool, though, with the animals where that guy, he cut off the sheep's, the dead sheep's, like, skin or his little mm-hmm. fur and put it on the one that was a runt. I thought that was pretty interesting. I didn't. Uh, yeah. I, I don't know if that's, a, like, it's facts, but that's a little, a little creepy, you know, wearing. Yeah, the, it's the, the little details that are like, oh, that's pretty cool. Well, I saw that, like. I mean, we wear them, don't we? But we don't <laughs> wear other humans. Like, we don't wear of our own kind. Like. Some of us do. Um, some people do. Yeah, Skin but we lamps. also don't live outside in the temperature. That's true. You do what you have to. Yeah. Um, no, yeah. I, I was reading up that they, they did like a farming boot camp thing. Like that was all real. That really happened. Like that was the actor's hands for the most part. Um, yeah, I was wondering about that because like there's no way that sheep is fake. That's all. No, that was a real fucking birth. Like, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it was, I was. I was really impressed by that. Um, again, their budget wasn't a whole lot. It was like a million dollars, and they yeah, it was. A, it was. It was that. a low budget movie. I could yeah. tell, but it was good. It was. They. I think like for what, for what they had, they did a really good job in terms of um, 
yeah. what the film looked like. The way it turned out, it was really good. And again, like um, similar to uh, Portrait of a Lady on Fire, uh, very minimal use of a score. Like two scenes in particular, I can remember off the top of my head, had a musical score to it. Um, and uh, they were like kind of there for storytelling reasons. Um, yeah, I just, like I said, I think it's, it. I, I appreciated the movie a lot more, you know, because I identified with a lot of that stuff. I, I could relate to it because again, where you're like, you kind of just get thrown into it. Sometimes you don't really have a whole lot of options. Like at least with, you know, boy girl relationships, it's already kind of understood that those puzzle pieces typically will fit together. Whereas like, if I'm looking at another dude, like, I don't know if he's like me. I don't know if he's interested in me. I don't know if he even likes boys, you know? So that's kind of like the, the struggle there. And when you do find that, you cling to it, man. Like you really are just like, I, I don't want to lose this. You know, I really don't want to. And like I said, this dude has never experienced that before. And so for him to finally be able to not just accept it, but to embrace it, like, I get that, man. Like, I've had that fantasy in my mind, like, following this person. Like, I don't want to lose you. Like, he, he couldn't mm-hmm. even bring him to say the words, like, I love you. But clearly he did, you know? He couldn't vocalize them. But, yeah, I mean, that was just, like, it, it, was, such a, it was such a good scene. Like, I, I really was happy about it because the argument still stood. And he told him, like, I don't, you know, he was mad at him for what he did. You know, like, he was really pissed off. But, like, he still cared about him enough to, to go back. And it was, like, when he put his head on his shoulder at the end, like, comparing that to the beginning of the movie, he wouldn't have done that, you know? Like, he was still too, too scared to, to embrace that. So, yeah, I can't, that's what I'm saying. Like, I see the disconnect that, that y'all don't connect with. And I think that's a flaw in the storytelling because regardless of who is watching – you should be able to connect with it without having to force and find that connection. You know, like you shouldn't have to be like, Oh, well, yeah, I guess if I put myself in those shoes, whatever, then eh, whatever, like you shouldn't have to do that. Um, like I didn't feel that way with Brofact mountain. I didn't feel that way with, um, uh, portrait of a lady on fire that I had to kind of like find a connection. I automatically understood it. And not to say like with this one, I automatically understood it, but I see why y'all did not And that's what I'm saying. I think it was a flaw in in the storytelling with with this movie um however being somebody who has experienced stuff like that i instantly was like i get it i fucking get it and i i was so drawn to it i was so attached to it was it the best like game movie ever seen no but it was it was good like i would still rank portrait of a lady on fire higher than this i mean of of the three that i mentioned brokeback mountain tops any of those um no pun intended um but uh (laughs) But, oh, I will definitely just say something real quick. I don't know if it's TMI. When he is first hooking up with that first dude, and all he <laughs> used was a little bit of spit, mm. no, sir. Mm-hmm. No way is that even remote, unless you are, like, the world's loosest asshole. There's no <laughs> way that is happening. Absolutely no way. So I was like, that's bullshit, and you know it. <laughs> Oh shit! But, yeah, just run that out. Good to know. 
Maybe he's got a really <laughs> greasy spit. <laughs> when I when exactly. I finished the movie, though, when I finished the movie, I was like, oh, I bet Ugo chose this because it probably reminded him of a time that he like liked a guy and that got away or whatever. But then to find out that he hadn't even seen it yet, so. No, no. Um, I mean, I think like a lot of us have had those experiences with like the one that got away, right? Um, but yeah, it wasn't necessarily that. It was just more of like the um, the struggle, like the internal struggle, trying to like. Where's just? Mm-hmm. You leave. Are there? Okay. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, just kind of like that um, internal acceptance struggle, where he was just battling so many things. He's like, "Fuck, I have to care about this farm. My dad has had a stroke. My mom is old. Like." Dude, mm-hmm. I, I have so much shit going on, and now I'm in love with this fucking dude. Like, he was a source of refuge, but at the same time, it also was causing more, like, drama and pain for him that he didn't really know what to do with it. He kind of had to, like, put his affairs in order, and then finally when he started to, he realized that a big chunk of that was this guy. And um, it was sweet. I, I thought that was really, you know, that was nice. That was a nice thing to do. Um, the The Romanian guy was... He's a really good actor. I liked his character a lot. He was, we didn't know a lot about him, right? Like just a few things that they talked about his past life. But, um, but yeah, I, I liked those aspects. But like I said, I think probably the biggest takeaway, like flaw wise was, I think you kind of had to um, force yourself to understand the story. I mean, and once you do, I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, like y'all get it, right? Like you see, where the struggle comes from and stuff. But again, I think, I don't think movies should have to do that. I mean, you should just be able to understand it like regardless. Um, yeah. Yeah. So yeah, I thought it was a good one. Yeah. Yeah, it was good. I just want to say um, like we need more movies like this that represent these different types of relationships. And um, I think it was good. I think it's good for cinema. And like I said, um, overall it was, it was, it was pretty good. Um, there were times, like I for me, you know, there was a, there were some slow moments and the pacing. I think the pacing, it had some pacing issues, but overall, it was a good movie. Um, and uh, yeah, I mean, we like I want to see more of this stuff until it just becomes a norm and people aren't like, oh, this is a gay movie. It's just like, oh, it's a it's a love story. So mm-hmm. we need to get to that point in society, and I think we will because we're. I think it's it's on the right track for, in my opinion. Um, so. All right, guys. Well, I think we, we touched on it pretty good. Um, no pun intended. Uh, <laughs> um, any closing thoughts for, for you guys? I wish they would have showed what, uh, what he was making. I, I think he was making goat cheese, right? Mm-hmm. But they never yeah. showed like, this product. He just, like, he just put it there to, on a plate, and then that was it. I was hoping they would show it. Yeah, they like, just talked about it. I was hoping they yeah, would show it. T- yeah, he told his mom to try it. He's like, he makes the best goat cheese. Yeah, she says yeah. something smart, yeah. right? But like, and- she's like, yeah, I bet he does. <laughs> <laughs> is that what this, is? That what this is? Huh? Is that what this? Is? She's like, I already had some. Oh. <laughs> oh. Salty. Yeah. Um. So that that was your takeaway. You wish you would have seen the cheese. Great. Fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> I like to knit. Simple man. Yeah. yeah. No, but you know how you said that the first scene you were like, that's bullshit, you know, where he stood on his hand. What about the part where they're like together and they've been in like, the, they've been working with those animals like all day. So they're all stinky and sweaty. And then he, you know, they have all that 
lamb or sheep blood on their hands, and then they started like going at it. I was like, God, dog. Oh. Can't even at least wash up. Sounds great to me. I don't know. You're I mean, throughout history, that has been what most people do. You know, yeah. you're done with the sheep shit. You go back to your tent and you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And that's why they live to. That's why they only live to like thirty. Right, old age of thirty-five. You know? <laughs> yeah. Seriously. Uh, yes. Yeah, so, yeah. My takeaway from it is uh, being an English farmer looks pretty rough. Being a farmer at all seems like it's a lot of work. At least, if, at least if you're an American farmer, you're in America. Amen. Fuck yeah. Oh God. <laughs> yeah. Um, I mean, I, I liked it. I thought it was a um, a good story for uh, for the world that they lived in. Um, if you're looking for a, a an LGBT movie with a happy ending. Uh, no pun intended. Uh, this is a good one. Like it, it was, uh, it was a satisfying happy ending. You know, I felt a good release at the end of this satisfying happy ending. <laughs> Jesus. Oh no, yeah, it, yeah. I, I, I did like that. So. No, and I'm glad you picked this one because, um, it, personally for me, these are the best discussions when, you know, we, you know, like I said, through as we're having this talk, I'm 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 kind of dissecting and analyzing the film a little bit more based off what you said, and it kind of opens my eyes to to, to things that I I missed or didn't realize in the movie. And uh, personally, for me, th- this is why we do this, and this is this is you know these are the best ones. I I don't not 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 to say that I don't I dislike the the podcast where we all enjoy the film, but when we don't get it or we're not all on the same page, I think these are the best ones because it, we, we, we find, we're all friends and we find a middle ground and we are able to see eye to eye. And even if we're not, we still will take away something from, you know, having these discussions. Yeah. I agree. And I, so with that, Oh, go ahead. I was saying, and I think the world would be a much better place if we just talk to each other about this stuff, you know, if we just used a little bit more spit. He just uh, a tad bit more, you know, <laughs> All this world needs is a little bit more full frontal nudity. Hey, <laughs> you, know? you only saw like top of the top of the shaft. Oh, you saw <laughs> you saw the Romanians like full thing. <laughs> I tried not to look. Oh, whatever. Like yours. He's like, yeah, whatever. Okay. He's the he's because he's the he's not as he's the lesser famous actor. So they were just like, oh yeah, you can show your whole dick. Yeah, ooh, ooh, a little, ooh, little ooh. bit more. It goes like I had to rewind and put the subtitles on. I couldn't understand what the hell you said. No, I had to take off the subtitles so I could see everything. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God. All right, guys. And on that note, we're going to go ahead and end the podcast. Thanks, everybody, for listening. We look forward to next week when we take you back to the future. Bye. Bye. Wash your hands.